0: shooting near Indiana University of Pennsylvania shakes the community. And 20 years after Cabela's moved in, it's payday for Berks County. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. I'm Randy Parker, sitting in for Tim Lambert, and I'll be your host on this daily trip around the region's top stories. And remember, you can subscribe to The Morning Agenda in all the places you find your favorite podcasts. It's Monday, October 9th, and this is being recorded at 11 a.m. Let's get started. State police are investigating a mass shooting that happened about two miles from the Indiana University of Pennsylvania campus. From our partner WPSU, Sidney Roach reports the shooting happened during IUP's homecoming weekend. State police in Indiana County say at least nine people were shot at a private party early Sunday. One of those people died. He was a 22-year-old from Pittsburgh. The shooting happened at the Chevy Chase Community Center. Investigators believe there was more than one shooter. Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens says police have collected thousands of pieces of evidence for forensic testing. Some of the items we have collected include clothing items and cell phones. Dozens of gunshots were fired within the confines of the building. Additionally, numerous fired shell casings and multiple firearms have been recovered. A vigil was held Sunday night at the Indiana County Courthouse. In a Facebook post, the Indiana Borough Police Department says, together we stand strong against such senseless violence. A $15,000 reward is being offered for anyone with information leading to arrests and prosecution. No arrests have been made. Police haven't said what the motive might have been. OSHA investigators say a chocolate factory in West Reading did not protect its workers before a gas explosion killed seven people. My colleague Gabriela Martinez reports the R.M. Palmer Company says it will contest the citations. OSHA fined the company close to $49,000, saying it failed to evacuate workers after some had reported the smell of gas in the building. The company is calling OSHA's citations legally and factually unsupported and says the press statements by OSHA's area director in Harrisburg were inflammatory, callous and irresponsible. Palmer says another federal agency's findings don't mention a gas leak inside the building. But the first report issued by the National Transportation Safety Board notes that Palmer employees recalled the odor of rotten eggs while they were sanitizing equipment inside the building that exploded. The company also claims OSHA has no evacuation procedure specific to a natural gas explosion hazard. And if it had evacuated employees, according to its fire emergency procedures, people would have suffered harm as well. A new ramp to Interstate 83 is expected to open in York County Tuesday. The York Daily Record reports the ramp from North George Street is part of a larger project to expand the highway from four to six lanes between exits 18 and 22. The old northbound lane will be closed when the new one opens. The new ramp is farther north than the old one and will give drivers a longer acceleration lane. Now let's turn to some highlights from around the region. Here are some of the top stories from a few of more than a dozen news sites this morning. From our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online, hours after hearing news of an attack of Hamas militants into Israel, about 15 people gathered in Congregation Sheri Shemayim social room in Lancaster City. Another 25 joined virtually singing songs of peace that concluded with Israel's national anthem. As many as 1,000 armed fighters with Hamas launched an attack on Israel from the Gaza Strip Saturday morning. More than 1,100 were dead and thousands wounded by Sunday evening on both sides as Israel launched retaliatory attacks. Israel observed the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War on Friday. The number of hate crimes against Jews in the United States far exceeds that of all other religious groups, according to a March FBI report, with anti Jewish incidents at more than half of the nearly 1,600 reported religious incidents. And from Penn Live, the Middletown Area School District has hired three armed security officers to staff its five schools after an outcry from parents concerned about student safety. During a school board meeting last month, officials said they approved the hiring of three people for the district's newly created school safety and security specialist positions to join Randy Fox, the district's safety, security and student support administrator. The district previously had a school resource officer assigned from the Lower Swatera Township Police Department. But the partnership between the police department and the school district fell apart after the officer used a stun gun on a high school student after a large fight in the lunchroom in January 2022. The district attorney cleared the officer of criminal wrongdoing, but the student's father filed a lawsuit. The month after the taser incident, a student brought a gun into the middle school, prompting some parents to ask for more protection for students. And from the Reading Eagle, Berks County entities are expecting to see an influx of cash now that a 20-year tax agreement with Cabela's has ended. Two decades ago, local and state officials negotiated with the sportsman's retailer and approved a deal in which most of the taxes it would owe to the school districts, township and county would instead go toward infrastructure improvements needed for the store to open. The shopping center now includes about 20 other businesses. Before Cabela's and those businesses opened, property taxes generated from the area were $140,000 a year. In 2022, the assessed value was over 14 times that. Officials expect to collect $1.5 million for the school district and more than $400,000 for the county. That does it for the Morning Agenda a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. A reminder, you can subscribe to it in all the places you find your favorite podcasts. I'm Randy Parker, in for Tim Lambert this morning. He'll be back on Wednesday. Be well, and let's talk again tomorrow.